AM850KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary Duncan. It's time now for our moment in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Hi, Matt. Hi, Gary. Thanks for having me on. So our reading this week was 1 Corinthians 1 through 10. Is there something particular that you would like to uh, focus on today? Yeah, thanks, Gary. So again, for our listeners, if you want to follow along with our readings, uh, it'll get you through God's Word in two years. Uh, so we invite you to read along uh, and then reflect with us on these Fridays. But uh, yes, uh, the, the book of 1 Corinthians, it is an epistle. So that means it's a letter. It's a letter written by the Apostle Paul. Uh, he wrote half the New Testament, <laughs> the Apostle Paul, who is writing to the people in the city of Corinth. Uh, I think one of the interesting things about 1 Corinthians is how so much of what Paul says is just still relevant for us today. Uh, he's writing to the people of Corinth, uh, who was, it was a pretty cosmopolitan city. Uh, people there of different backgrounds, uh, some of them Jews, uh, some of them Greeks, uh, different religions, certainly. Uh, so you can kind of see how <laughs> that reflects some of our cities even today. People of all sorts of backgrounds, a diversity of people. Uh, but within the Christian church there in Corinth, uh, there's some things that we also see in our churches even today. Uh, Paul addresses, for instance, uh, chapter 3, he talks about divisions in the church. Uh, later, he talks about um, chapter 6, uh, fleeing from sexual immorality. I mean, certainly an issue for those in the church and those outside of the church, right? And how do we please God with our bodies even as, as tumbles of the Holy Spirit. It talks about marriage uh, and what it is uh, in the eyes of, of God, and then also uh, those who are unmarried. What does that mean for the unmarried, the widow, uh, in chapter 7? Uh, and then he also talks about communion later. Uh, the people in Corinth were abusing communion and really weren't observing the Lord's Supper in a proper way. And so, Paul lifts up how important the Lord's Supper is. So this is Jesus' body and blood given and shed for you. It's a big deal. Uh, so treat it with the respect it deserves and also uh, eat and drink in a worthy manner uh, in faith in Christ's words uh, given and shed for you for forgiveness. So I, I think that's kind of interesting. You know, a letter written 2,000 years ago, nearly 2,000 years ago, uh, but yet relevant to our, our world today, the context in which we live, but also even very relevant to the church today as well. What I wanted to really pick up on, on though, Gary, and spend a little time with is the very beginning of 1 Corinthians. Uh, Paul kind of keeps the, the first things first, uh, and that, of course, is, is Christ Jesus. And so in chapter 1, uh, Paul makes this recognition, and again, I think this relates to our world today, too. Uh, verse 18, he says, the word of the cross is folly, right, foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Uh, and you think about that. You think about how, you know, in that first century context, the cross, boy, that sounds like foolishness. You know, only the worst of criminals died on a cross, right? Only murderers, only uh, thieves, rapists, you know, those are the types that die on crosses. And yet Paul's proclaiming Christ who died on a cross. And that seems like foolishness that uh, we're, we're saved somehow from this guy who died on the cross. He probably had to come into him. Well, no. He was innocent, sinless, guiltless, and yet he dies on the cross. And for us who are being saved, who look at that cross with eyes of faith, boy, it is the power of God. Because we know that in that suffering, in that death, in that bloodshed, there's forgiveness and life and salvation. And that's only seen uh, through those eyes of faith. 
you know, I even think of uh, our world today, uh, certainly probably uh, views the cross as foolish in a lot of ways, foolish Christians, uh, but even different religions uh, see the cross as, as foolish. It's not just the secular world, but even religions like uh, like Islam, you know, they would deny that Jesus actually died on the cross. Uh, for them, that's foolishness that God would allow someone as great as Jesus uh, to die on a cross. Uh, but yet again, for us as Christians, with, with eyes of faith, we see the cross and we see it's the power of God. Um, later on, uh, Paul builds on that, verse 22, he says, uh, Jews demand signs, Greeks seek wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews, folly to Gentiles, but to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, the wisdom of God. Uh, so, uh, again, Paul's saying that Jews, they demand signs. They want to see miracles. They, they want great things to happen if this is really the Messiah, the one that, that they've been waiting for. Uh, Greeks, they seek wisdom. Uh, they're looking after at philosophy and the philosophies of this world. That's what they're looking for. But what does Paul say? We preach Christ crucified, the power of God, the wisdom of God. And that's... Uh, that, that's one of the things, again, I, I just appreciate about KFUO, Gary, is uh, Christ crucified is shared, proclaimed every single day, uh, whether it's in the literal preaching of church services that you broadcast or uh, Bible studies or just uh, meditative reflections like this one this afternoon, uh, again and again and again, hearing Christ crucified, uh, because that's what it's all about. Uh, for us who are being saved, it is, it is the power of God. And we want to share that good news with with the world, even those who might think it's foolishness, uh, still to share it. And by God's grace, by the power of the spirit, that they may believe and see the cross for what it is, uh, their source of salvation. And that, uh, as we say here often, that Christ is for you. So that crucified Christ is for you. And it's exactly it's Christ and Christ alone, too, that, you know, some denominations think it's well, Christ on the cross, but also I've got to do something too. You know, I've got to be good. I've got to behave. I've got to follow these certain restrictions or certain laws. You know, it's a blessing to do those things. We do those out of that uh, gift we receive from Christ. But ultimately, it is Christ for you that does it for you because we we can't do it for ourselves. Exactly. You know, when it comes to our salvation, when it comes to our forgiveness, it is an entirely 100% because of what Jesus has done for us. Like you said, Gary, well put. Uh, our neighbor still needs our good works. Uh, we still need to love and serve them, right? Uh, and we do that in, in response to what God has done for us. Uh, it's, it's the result of our salvation. But yeah, doing those good works, they're not, they're not the reason for our salvation. No, it's, it's, it's Jesus alone. And to say otherwise detracts from the cross and all that he did there for us on the cross of Calvary. Uh, and I and it's wonderful to be able to proclaim that, that we can say Christ for you, no matter who's listening, doesn't matter who you are, mm-hmm. uh, Christ died for you. And, and we pray that uh, you'd receive the benefits of that death, uh, the forgiveness that's given through faith uh, in him. Yeah. And, and that's why you hear the word of God here every day, because uh, faith does come from hearing the words of Jesus. Amen, Gary. Yep, that sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's exactly how it works. Yeah. Uh, faith comes by hearing. Yeah. Exactly. So would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up this afternoon? I'd be happy to. Uh, Lord God, um, so many things haven't changed in our world. Um, it was still the same struggles, the divisions. Um, sexual morality, uh, wrong understanding of the Lord's Supper at times. Uh, but, 
But we thank you for uh, you never change as well. And the truth of your word never changes where Paul addresses those things, uh, but also most importantly, where Paul proclaims Christ crucified. That message that never changes, uh, that uh, unchanging source of our salvation and life. Uh, through faith in the one who was crucified and risen. We pray that he continues to be proclaimed uh, on KFUO and uh, in, in in your church around the world. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much, Matt. What's our reading for next week? Yeah, we invite you to read along some great chapters. We're going to finish off the book of 1 Corinthians. Uh, wonderful chapters like chapter 13 about love, chapter 15 about resurrection. Boy, beautiful chapters. And then get into 2 Corinthians through chapter 4. Okay, sounds like a plan. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. We are listener-supported KFUO. We're the messenger of good news, and we proclaim Christ for you in word and song. KFUO Radio.